Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I have the special opportunity to have Sophia Gonzalez on today's show. And Sophia just broke into medical device sales with a top medical device company as an inside sales rep. And even more impressive, she's still in college. Uh, so again, this is going to be an amazing show where Sophia is going to share her experience, how she's still in college and she just landed a position with a top medical device company and she's going to be able to share what she did to help separate herself. So Sophia, thank you so much for taking uh, time out of your day to jump on our podcast and, and congratulations. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me on today, Jacob. Of course. Uh, yeah, we were just lucky to have you and, and everybody listening it's fun for me to be able to sit here and talk with Sophia today because Sophia called me, uh, reached back out to me probably about three, four months ago um, via LinkedIn. We jumped on a quick call. Uh, we kind of talked about what it looked like. I answered some questions and then gave her some of my advice and then to see where she's at now breaking in. Um, it's super fun to, to see that, you know, someone I talked to three, four months ago is finally in and they, and they took my advice. So it worked. Yes, absolutely. And I would say to anyone out there, this podcast is a great resource. It really gives you great inside scoop and really good questions that you should utilize when you're networking too. So it was a really great resource to me for breaking in. I appreciate that. And yeah, and it was funny, we, we were talking off air, um, kind of just how it was like full circle, uh, because you got you used to listen to the podcast before you said doing some shows or like going to do networking, right? Yes, definitely. Just preparing for my interviews or just any little networking events too. So it's really a pleasure to get, be on here today and share my experience on how I broke in. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're excited to have you again, full circle. You're going to share your experience that people are going to listen to and they're going to they're going to use it as they break in and go towards those interviews. Uh, so just jumping into it, Sophia, can you kind of tell us why, why medical device? What got you started in that? Again, like we said, you're still in college, but how'd you kind of find out about this industry and what really made you hone in and want to come here? Yeah. So the main way I was able to really figure out about this industry is that my uncle actually works for a top medical device company and he's been there for over 16 years. And so he's kind of mentored me throughout my high school experience, as well as my college experience on just being a life coach, as well as providing me great insight onto the industry itself. So that's kind of where I first kickstarted my interest in this industry. But just the reason why I wanted to break into medical device sales is mainly because for me, I personally love to help people and make an impact on people's lives. And the healthcare industry is something that offers that on a daily basis. And so the devices that you sell to the hospitals and doctors transform people's lives. And that's something that's always been important to me throughout my career, as well as my sales career too. And I was also able to see a direct impact of medical devices a little over two years ago, I would say. And the situation was that my younger brother got fell and got a Liz Frank fracture, which is a very serious fracture, especially if not treated properly. And the surgeon used a micro screw surgical procedure. And this completely transformed his life and prevented him from not having a limp for the rest of his life. And so for me, being able to see that personal connection and see that impact that I had on my brother's life was really the initial driver into the industry and really kickstarted my interest because I want to be able to sell products that would have the same impact on other individuals' lives. I love that. I love that. And it's so true. That is the thing that's beautiful about medical device sales is we're, we're making, we're selling devices that are having 
direct impact. You know, when you're able to sell a good device, even for me, I sell a device that it's having impact in people's life every single day. And I know when they're leaving my OR, they just were impacted in a positive manner and they're going to be able to go back to a life that they might not have without it. So you're hundred percent right. And I totally agree. That is why medical devices, I, I would say stands alone in the industries because you're not just selling a product, but you're selling a product that actually matters and makes an impact on someone's whole life. Yes, absolutely. That was definitely the reason why it really sparked my interest. And along with what you talked about in your previous uh, other podcasts as well, is just the financial benefit. And then also just having autonomy too. no days the same. And that's something that really interests me because I don't want to sit at a desk for the rest of my life. I want to be able to go out and help people and change from day to day. So that's definitely something that this industry particularly offers. That's very different from any other industry. Yeah. And, and the thing I tell everybody, I, I just say, cause even like yesterday, your life, your life is never the same thing over and over because even when my schedule, almost every day, when my schedule says what it's going to be, I get a call at eight 30 in the morning from someone else that needs something done. So that has to get bumped to the list. Like you're, you're always staying on your toes because it's almost never you're putting out you like, that's the thing about this medical device that people don't think they think a lot of times we're just selling, right? We're just hang, hanging out with doctors. You know, you're selling, you're doing case coverage, you're running trays for cases in the uh, further in the week, you're putting out fires that uh, accounts might be having, like, there's just so much as you uh, know, and will learn. Um, so that's, again, it keeps you on your toes and no days the same, which for me, I absolutely love, like you stated. So that's great. Um, and now just going into it. So you broke in, you're still in college. How did you go about breaking in? How'd you uh, get in front of these people to get interviews? Can you kind of go into that process for us? Yeah. So obviously, as you know, and what you mentioned earlier in the other podcast as well, the main thing to do is just really networking. It's going to be about who you know, that is really going to make the difference. And it's just that one person to give you the opportunity that can kickstart your career. And so for me, when I went into networking, like you said earlier, I would go on to LinkedIn and I probably messaged a little over a hundred people, I would say, and only heard back from around 20 people on LinkedIn. And so I started taking other approaches too. And I really looked into my own personal network and I was able to connect with people such as a friend's of a friend's dad or just people that you wouldn't necessarily think of that really had an impact on my experience. And I actually accepted a position for the company that was a friend's mom. So it was just that personal network is also something that's really important to utilize. And then also when you're on the phone with these people, ask them who they recommend you connect with. Because like anything you do, as well as the sales process too, you want to build that network and completely expand to other people too. And so just by asking them to connect you with other people just will really help you with that really big web and expanding into other areas as well. Another thing that I utilized was books. Uh, I read a book called Hot Lights and Cold Steel. And so this really gave me a perspective onto the surgeon's first years in the Mayo Clinic. So this was more of the surgeon's perspective so I could see inside of what they're going through so that when I did break into the industry, this would give me another perspective that I could really use. And then just utilizing other podcasts too, such as uh, your podcast and then legacy now coaching as well were great resources yeah and scott and sarah they're awesome actually 
that ding you heard was Scott texting me. Uh, so yeah, he, he does great stuff. Um, they put out great content, but I just want to, uh, hone in on a couple things. You said you put so many gold nuggets right there. Um, and the reason I want to lean on that is number one, looking at your own network. That's, that is the smartest thing people underestimate is, Hey, who do I already know that might know somebody that again, now it's a warm call. It's not a cold call. They, somebody can go to bat for me. Right. That is so smart. And a lot of people, a time, a lot of times it will be like, Hey, my friend's mom is a doctor. Well, guess who people are trying to get in front of if they're the sales rep doctor. Right. And like you just said, you can learn what the doctor likes, what the doctor doesn't like. And guess what? The doctor might know a rep for you to talk to. Right. So that's, again, the, that's number one for you guys listening. That is such a great point. Number two, I want to really hit on this one, the spider web effect, what you just said, right? When you talk to someone, when you ask, hey, do you have anybody else that I should talk to? Do you have a reference that I can go talk to? Again, turning that cold call into a warm call because now you can just reference the person and now you're not just some complete stranger, right? That's huge. Now, let me bring that one next step further. That's exactly what I do with my doctors when I'm trying to sell my equipment, correct? So like I have a doctor who uses me. I can't get in front of – maybe that's Dr. A and I can't get in front of Dr. B. But Dr. A and Dr. B are pretty good friends. Well, if I say, Dr. A, can you give me any references who I should go talk to that would love my product as well, just like you do? She says, talk, talk to Dr. B. Now I can go talk to Dr. B. And before, they might not be giving me a shot. But I've had this, and I'm speaking from experience. Once I mentioned Dr. A told me to come talk to Dr. B, I almost every single time get a lunch. I get a, I at least get in front of them to show them the product, whether I might not have. And now they might even just try it just because Dr. A said to try it because they're friends with them, right? So exactly what you said right there, it's no difference. And that's what we talk about on this podcast. You're doing the job before you have the job, right? That networking piece is exactly what you're going to be doing once you're in the job and you're trying to sell to doctors because you have to network with other doctors who might be hard to get in front of. So I just wanted to hit on that because I just did that this week and it worked out successfully. It's no different than in the interview process. And now because that happened with you, Sophia, you can talk about it in that interview process. Hey, you know, like a lot of times during my interview, they're like, you shouldn't be here. And I'm like, you're right. But I influenced who influenced you, you know, like I was able to find someone who you knew that told me to come to you. And now I'm sitting in front of you. So I love that you said that. And I just wanted to sit on those two big key parts. So again, I appreciate you bringing that up because that right there by itself is something we haven't talked about. And it's super valuable. Absolutely. It's exactly what you said. It's just doing the sales process before you're even in the position. And even they're going through interviews. They already knew my name before I even got into that initial interview because of that. And it's something that they take note of and something that really will give you a leg up and help you stand out in the interview process. A hundred percent. Because this is the thing, when they know about you before you even show up, they're thinking in their head, well, she will do the same thing to a surgeon, right? Before I go see Dr. B, if Dr. A already made my name to her, bam, I'm already in, right? And now it's a warm call, not a cold call. So again, that's perfect. Like you said, doing the process as you're trying to break in, that's huge. Now I do want to take a step back and just ask, what kind of was your sales experience before this? What was your education? Um, so someone listening, they can, again, this is usually where they can relate. Maybe I'm very similar. A lot of people call me because they were a personal trainer. They were kinesiology degree, no sales experience, right? I get a lot of those messages. So can you kind of tell us what was your background like trying to break in here? Did you have sales experience? Did you not? What was your degree in? Kind of going that route. 
Yeah. So I had a very diverse background. So I, my degree is in marketing and then I got a certificate in professional strategic selling. And then I got a minor in leadership studies. And for a long time throughout college, I really thought I was going to go with a career in marketing because I love the strategic thinking about it. And then also the team building aspect too. But it was really my sophomore year in college where I first got my experience cold calling. And that really set my career in sales. And it was something that I knew I wanted to do. And that completely made me rethink my career path itself. But speaking of just experience, so I worked in the customer service industry all throughout college. And so I was really able to speak on that because it is very blue collar. It does have a lot of hard work and it's very different and also has a lot of adaptability that I was able to speak through to interviews as well. My internship for sales got canceled last year during COVID. And so this year when I was really looking to break in, it was very difficult because a lot of people that I did reach out to, they said, oh, you don't have sales experience and then hung up the phone. They weren't mm -hmm. interested because of that and because of my degree in marketing too. So that's definitely something that I'd always have to address when I was going through those interviews or just talking to people as well. But I was able to get a part-time sales job and it was actually someone that I connected with. And he told me that I had three months to get sales experience and I'd call him in three months and tell him what I learned. And so I am currently, I go to K-State and so Manhattan, Kansas doesn't have a lot of opportunities for uh, just getting that sales experience or those other part-time jobs too because it is a lot smaller of a city. Yep. And so that was a big struggle for me, but I was able to get this job and the company is called Livestock Direct. And I was working with people who were in the agricultural industry, which is not something that I had any experience prior to. But for me personally, that was the best thing that I could have done because one, it was out of my comfort zone. And I had to take the time to learn all the information, learn about the entire entity of agriculture itself, which I had no prior experience in. So that was something that I was able to really touch on in my interviews because I didn't have that clinical experience or the medical background. And so breaking into the industry, as you know, it is a big learning experience and you just want to be a sponge and just absorb all the information. And so that was something that I was able to really work towards through this experience throughout college. I love that. And I'm going to just sit on this for a second for everybody listening. The thing, the reason you're hearing Sophia break in with a top medical device company, no sales, uh, no prior experience, except she went and got those three months of sales. I want you to hear first off the passion, but second of all, she's not afraid of hard work. She's not afraid to get told no, right? You got told no, no marketing, right? I got told by, this is why I always laugh when people are like, oh, I get told no. I got told by a hundred recruiters and people go to get B2B sales, go to medical sales college because you don't have what it takes. And I just said, thank you very much. And I would hang up and I'm like, nope, not going to do that. I know I have what it takes, right? But you just believed in yourself. And second of all, you weren't afraid to go try something new. You weren't afraid to go work, you know, like that. Somebody gave you an opportunity, said you have three months and you took advantage of those three months. And that's what I want everybody listening to, to stick out in your mind. She had a, she had a problem. She made a solution out of it. And that's why she's successful because that is medical device sales. Every single day, every single week, every single month, a medical device sales rep is having a problem come up that they have to figure out and nobody's going to hold their hand for it. And that's why I get super passionate and I'm spending time on it right now here on this podcast, because 99% of the people who reach out to me on LinkedIn and through via social media, they get told no once and they want to quit. And if that is your mindset, please do not do medical device sales because just the interview process will make you cry and you won't be able to stand it. And, and that's just me being real. I'm not trying to push you out of it, but also in the same respect, 
medical device sales can be a tough industry and it's not, nobody's going to hold your hand. So that is why I'm sitting here with Sophia at 22 years old, not even a college graduate with a job because you heard she wasn't afraid of work. She went out of her comfort zone. She did something she never tried and she made the most of an opportunity and look at now she's with the top company. If you're in that same position listening, I want you to hear the difference between the people who are successful and not, because a lot of times the people who aren't getting interviews and feeling bad for themselves are the ones who got told that exact same thing. And then they just said, well, they told me I couldn't do it. And that's why you're not in the industry. Um, so again, that, that is sometimes me being tough love, uncle Jacob. Uh, but I feel like a lot more people need to hear this um, and just be real. So again, Sophia, I, I'm so happy for you. And so so cool to see someone with your work ethic and your personality that just showing that to land this job shows that you're going to be successful. And that's why they chose you at such a big company to come in because they know you're going to make an impact. So again, congratulations. Thank you, Jacob. I really appreciate that. And then just touching on what you said too, it's really about just following up on your word and following up on what you say you're going to do. So like for me, just saying that I was going to get that sales experience within three months and then calling him within three months and being able to address all the experience and everything that I learned was something that really resonated with them. And if you're looking to break in the industry, it's definitely something that you should uh, make sure you do is follow up and just make sure even with the connections that you make for networking, keep them in the loop of what you're doing throughout college and make sure you're updating them. If you, even if you have the smallest success, just reaching out and just letting them know about it and just really staying top of mind because it's exactly what you're going to do once you're in inside that path as well, just in the sales process is you want to stay top of mind for your customers. You want to stay top of mind for the companies that you're looking with and the hiring managers that you're working with. hundred percent. What you just said, perfect. Top of mind, right? You just shooting a text to someone, Hey, just got a sales job or just tried this or saw your podcast, whatever it is, right? Guess who just jumped to the front of their text messages and guess who they're thinking about right now? You. And guess what happens when they have a job opportunity to come open in the next three weeks. If you're on top of their mind, Oh, I have Sophia who just texted me. Yeah, let me shoot her text. And I say this because this literally just happened. I just gave somebody, uh, I just sent somebody to a job yesterday because somebody called me asking me if I knew of someone and someone who had just been reaching out to me and followed up with me. I shot them that way. And I said, yep, I got a great candidate for you. So 100%, that is absolutely perfect. Staying true to your word. And I'm just going to go off on a little, little spout right here too. That's not just in medical device sales. That's in life. If you want to be a successful human being, I don't care if it's in medical device or if it's in any industry, I've talked to a lot of millionaires and they all say the same thing. And this is the best advice I ever got from them. Work hard, be a good person and do what you're going to do, what you say you're going to do. That third one's the biggest one because 90% of people say they're going to do something and they won't do it. And if you can just stay to, true to your word, you're a good person and you work hard, I promise you, it doesn't matter what you do in life, you will be successful and the finances will follow you. And that's, again, I've heard that by so many successful people say the same thing, the recipe's not broken. So I love that you said that. So again, just showing why you're going to, you'll be successful. You're doing the right things and it's the little things that make the big difference. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. The good people always win. So hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So again, now that you're in it, right, we've talked about you going in, how did you separate yourself? how did you kind of break in, right? You started getting, like you said, you uh, did some networking, you started getting these interviews. Did you interview with several companies or was it just one company? And then what did that kind of interview process look like for you? 
Yeah. So for me, it was a few different companies. Every company that I did interview with was based on personal connections that I made. So I did initially go online through LinkedIn and was applying to tons of those job postings that I was seeing, but I wasn't hearing back from anything, mostly because a lot of those job postings say they want three to five years of experience and being in college, I don't have that kind of experience. And so for me, that was very difficult and something that was very difficult to speak on. So just going out of my way and just building my network was how I received all those interviews. And for me, separating myself, I did, like you said, I had the 30, 60, 90 day business plan. And a lot of people don't do that or know to do that. And so that definitely separated me from my competition. And then also just kind of what I was talking about earlier, I think the biggest thing was just really staying top of mind and really just reaching out to those people, following up on what I was saying I was going to do and just making sure I'm sticking to my word throughout the entire process. And I felt like that really separated me from everyone else because it showed my work ethic and it showed how passionate I was to break into the industry. 100%. And you're a to- you're 100% right again. That that business plan, the 30, 60, 90, all that's showing is you came prepared. You knew that this was going to be a, a, a concern and you were able to address, hey, what am I going to do to make an impact right away? So that's why it's so good to do that. Um, and then also, I just want to expand, uh, like you said, just staying true to yourself. A lot of people kind of fake it, right? You're with a bunch of salespeople. You know what they can tell? They can tell when you're faking it, when you're real and sincere, just like doctors can. And so just staying true to yourself. I love that. Um, being top of mind, that's going to make you go such a far way. And like you said, one, one piece of advice I can give everybody is this is why the networking is so important, right? When I networked and I was trying to get my jobs, you know what I did? I reached out to everybody that I networked that was in influence of the person I knew, like the job I currently have, I know I had five people minimum shooting text every during my final week interview. I had my final interview on a Friday. I had someone shoot a text and I, cause I had reached out to him. I had someone shoot a text to the manager I was getting hired by Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, five different people all shot text. And I would just ask for him to do that. Guess who she's thinking about the whole time she's getting those texts me. I just influenced those people to influence her. Now I'm going in. So exactly what you're saying. That's just a little piece of advice that I did to stay top of mind, but exactly what Sophie is doing. She is just staying top of mind at all times. And that will make you go a long way because that's, that is again, the job. Absolutely. And then just kind of touching on that too, just making sure that you're networking with people in different divisions and different companies, because this will really allow you to get a more holistic perspective of the different roles, what their day-to-day life looks like, and just the lifestyle that they're living. So then when you go into the interview, you're prepared and you can be able to speak to that. No, that's 100% right. And this is also what I always tell people. It's for your own research. You know what I mean? Like you might think you want to do trauma until you have the trauma rep talk to you. You know, you might want to do capital sales until you learn that the sales process could be long and you could travel a lot. You know, you're exactly right. And that's what I always tell and try to give nudges towards like you might as well reach out to the people doing your life so you can figure out what the life's going to be and reach out to a bunch of them when you're not in because you don't know which division you could be for in and then I knew my I had my top three what division I wanted to be in what company I wanted to be so it makes you more centered and easier for your choices when you're going through the interview process so again I love that um and then Sophia going into the last part People are going to watch this. They're going to be like, wow, Sophia is just like incredible. I want to be like her. I want to reach out to her and see what advice can you give to someone right now who's like, 
I want to break into medical device sales, but maybe I don't know where to start, or maybe I'm in college too. What's your advice you would just give someone? Because they're going to reach out to you no matter what. I already know that because I get told by my other guests that they do. Um, but what, what advice would you give to someone right now who reaches out to you and say, hey, what can I do to break into medical device sales? I think something that is important to know is that it's a very long process. I know that when you talked about when you were trying to break in, there was months where you didn't hear anything back from any of the companies that are reaching out to. And so sometimes it, it, you could get discouraged and it's a very long process, but just making sure that you are persistent and you're keep maintain that passion. And just, if you put in the work, you will get the job. It's all about what you're willing to put in. And because if you make excuses, the excuses that you're making are giving someone else the opportunity. So I think that's something that's really important. And then also just knowing what the company and the hiring manager are looking for before going into those interviews. So just doing the background uh, networking and just being able to research and do your homework to understand that because sometimes it's not about the resume or the experience at B2B. And then maybe it's about more of the personal characteristics and being able to adapt to these certain environments or situations. So just making sure that you're networking and knowing what you're going into before you get into the interview. I love that. I love that so much because this is what I tell everybody who calls me. Everybody calls me and tells me they're going to break into medical device sales. They're going to be a president club winner. They're going to make the biggest impact and be the best rep in the world. I say, cool. Talk is cheap. And what you're saying, the hard work, the hard work always wins. If you come prepared, they'll know. If you're just all talk, they'll know. And I say that because 99% of people who reach out to me say they're going to be the best. And I get one person out of 20 people that reach back out who said, Hey, I actually stuck with it after six months and got a job, you know? So I love that you said that just again, hard work is always going to win. It doesn't matter um, what you do. So I appreciate again that you just, you just being as real as possible because it is, it's a roller coaster ride. It's, it can be tough. Um, but this industry is an amazing industry. Like you said, you're going to make impact on so many lives. It can give you uh, a lifestyle that not many people can have and also financially give you a lifestyle that, you know, can make you live very comfortably if that's what you're looking for. So again, Sophia, I'm just so excited for you that you broke in. I'm so happy for you. I appreciate first off you taking the time to jump on the podcast with us, but also just happy for you to see all your hard work over the last couple of months. You called me a while back and you stuck with it and to see it all pay off. It's just super, super exciting. So I just want to say congratulations to you. And again, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Thank you, Jacob. It's really been a pleasure to come on here today and share my experience. Yes, we're so happy to have you. And guys, I appreciate you all who are listening or watching. If you guys are on YouTube, please please press, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review really does help us grow this channel. Again, have more impact for people uh, so Sophia can get out there and help others uh, break into this awesome industry. And like Sophia talked about, you know, I go over in my ebook, the 60, 90 day plan, the 30, 60, 90 day plan, business plan, how, what I saw, if you guys are interested, that's at new to medical device sales.com, or it will be in the show notes. You guys can look at that as well. But again, I appreciate everybody who comes on, who wants to get better, who wants to break into this awesome, awesome career and industry. And if you guys are wanting to reach out, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, you guys can reach out TikTok. Um, I actually just had a video go viral. So that was kind of nuts. And then uh, Instagram as well. And then before we hop off, um, Sophia, can I ask you, can they find you on any social media that they could reach out to? Yes, they can find me on LinkedIn, just Sophia Gonzalez. All right, perfect. Well, 
again, I know you're about to get a lot of messages. We, again, appreciate your time and everything you had to share. And we will see you guys on the next one. Peace.